Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. So, Alice K. Shattuck. Hi. Hi, we're really, today's been, I'm sorry, I wanted to start out and say today has been a busy day. You guys know how this is. Today's the day we tackle our mountain of paperwork that has taxes stuff and finance stuff and mortgage stuff and all this stuff. And it generally means, it generally means a an elevated level of stress. And then we're cleaning and doing it. It doesn't matter. Whatever. It's just stuff. But, but we're making progress this week. We can just say this is a progress making week. So true. And I have uh, I got weighed today and I lost some more pounds. So now we're down to seventy five pounds. Seventy five pounds. That's pretty good. I would Still say. pretty fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't believe they think you only have twenty five more to go. That what is that crap? That doesn't seem like enough. What is that that you're saying? What is that? I feel like you could lose more than twenty five more. Yeah, I don't think I. It's not that I can't lose twenty five more. <laughs> that was my goal to lose a hundred. Mm-hmm. What do you mean it seems like it's not enough? I mean, I feel like God, you, you are. <laughs> you are in, I'm not going to say any words I'll get in trouble for, but you are. Hmm. You've had an attitude in. I had in, a very stressful year, day, well, too. Hold on. Okay. In, in the year of our Lord 2023, this is a new Alice, and she is a salt master. Full of vicious uh, tweaks and roasts of me. <laughs> I didn't some mean of, that to be us... a vicious roast. No, it was that's not just what it an roast. observation. Guys, I'll tell you. I think my mic is kind of hot, but it was just an observation that I was saying that like twenty five doesn't. I mean, I feel like you could go even further. You know, shoot for the stars, right? Alice, I can't solely live off of dust. Um, for well, most but you meals. can continue to lose weight in maintenance. It, isn't that kind of what I've been doing? Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yes, so that's that. There we go, uh, and that's uh, twenty-five more. Actually, it's, it's 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 kind of it's getting harder to for me anyway because I have no disciplined. As uh, Sensei said yesterday at Five Dragons Karate mm-hmm. in Salisbury. 
where they ran the kids ragged. It was a beautiful event. You should have seen them. That was vicious. Oh, man, that is a great place. It was a great place. And they really worked and concentrated. If you, I'm not going to do a live read for them, but it, I'll just say that if you live around here, if you're in that area at all, and you have a, a kid or kids, but especially a kid who you think needs to learn how to focus and stand still, that is the learn how to focus and stand still class. And they're really good. I had trepidation about it before I went in, but we're very pleased. We're very pleased. And it seems like the people I talk to there have a lot of the same stories where they're trying to get direction for the kid. You know, we just don't have enough time in a day. You guys know that. You guys don't have enough time in a day either. You know, so. Mm -hmm. So that's that. One of the challenges of having kids is that Uncle Jimmy's over now, heading towards the. And one of the challenges of staying on a healthcare health plan for me is Uncle Jimmy is going to the store today to the Haverhill KFC slash uh, Taco Bell. Is it Haverhill or is it Plasto? Oh, it might be Plasto. No, I think that's technically still in Haverhill. Oh, okay. Um, Taco Bell slash KFC. Oh, both places where Time Shadow can do some significant damage. Mm -hmm. and he is getting a bunch of stuff for the kids. And one of the things that we've got to worry about now, and you guys, you parents probably know this. If you don't, then I didn't know until Alice told me, is that if you've got a kid who's allergic to sesame, now there's more sesame in stuff, and they're not really telling you. And why is that, Alice? So Joe Biden passed a law called the FASTER Act, Um early when he was in office that made sesame one of the major allergens that companies have to deal with. So it's the ninth major allergen. There's peanuts, tree nuts, wheat, soy, um, wheat, soy, fish, shellfish, Department and, of Energy. And, no, and dairy and eggs. Those are the eight biggest allergens. Uh, and then sesame is the ninth biggest. And for a long time, it wasn't required to be like specially labeled or anything because mm -hmm. it wasn't one of the top eight allergens. But so Joe Biden passed this law called the FASTER Act that made it one of these major allergens, um, which would require companies to label and say directly if there's sesame and stuff, they can't like say tahini or natural flavors or whatever else it has to actually right. say the word sesame so they it. put sesame on the s list right so among other things making it one of these major allergens means that if you make products that have an allergen and products that don't have that allergen in between you're supposed to clean the production lines so so in the case of bread companies, in particular, companies that make a lot of breads, they're not necessarily processing lots of like fish or shellfish or like a bunch of these other major allergens. <laughs> what they're mo but sesame is a huge one for bread companies. They make a lot of products that contain sesame and some products that don't, and they make them on the same lines and. It's very expensive for them to do all the cleaning and testing procedures in between each run of different products that contain sesame and don't contain sesame, you know, and people like things with sesame seeds on them, so they don't want to stop making them. Some companies have, but for but a lot of places, you know, make products that are popular that have sesame seeds on them. And um, so what a lot of these companies are now doing is they add sesame flour in small amounts to existing recipes of products that 
didn't contain sesame before, so that now all the products contain sesame. So, so now they don't have to do the allergy cleaning right. procedures in between different things. Which sucks. For us personally, one of the things that we used to get is yeah. great Italian bread that you could get the sesame filled one, which we'd avoid, but then mm-hmm. there was another one. Yeah. And if you're a person that always was avoiding things that were like made on shared lines, like some for some people that's like you know, they're so sensitive that the cross-contamination of it being made in the same spot. But, like, our kid isn't that sensitive. But if he eats something that actually contains sesame flour, like, he will get sick. He'll be barfing. And or and his eczema will flare up and it's like bad. He might not have, like, a full-blown allergic reaction from the very small amount that they're adding of these things. But it'll definitely make our life kind of hellish for, like, a day or two. So, but like a bunch of these breads that like used to be safe breads and stuff now contain it. And a ton of companies that supply like breads and buns at schools that make school lunches, companies that supply fast food restaurants, everything, all the buns at Chick-fil-A now contain sesame flour. I just looked it up because they're going to get food at KFC. All the buns at KFC now contain sesame. So like he can eat the stuff that's not on a bun, but. Should it's I like, message him or no? I already did. I already did. But it's just like brutal because all this stuff that used to be safe and didn't have sesame in it, maybe there was a cross-contamination <clears throat> risk and like people had to, you know, caveat emptor. If that bothers you, then, you know, if you're sensitive to cross-contamination risk, then <clears throat> you shouldn't eat it. But, you know, it it's a huge pain and like now a new constant worry and like a constant thing that we're checking for. So thank you, Joe Biden, for that. That's great. Um, unintended consequences strike again. Because it's funny, this like law was so ballyhooed in like the sesame allergy groups yes. and stuff that I am as being so great and this, they're going to have to label sesame now and isn't that great? Because a lot of people are very, very sensitive to sesame. And if you're sensitive to cross-contamination or very small amounts, it it can be a really bad allergy and it's in a lot of stuff like lip smackers contain sesame oil. The little lip gloss chapstick. Oh yes, yes. There's like um, a lot of candy corn. Ooh, it I has sesame corn. oil that coats it. Our kid's not sensitive enough that sesame oil doesn't bother him. But mm. like in the coating that makes the outside hard is like a mm. sesame oil. There's, you know, it's, and you know, our kid has it kind of severe, but not as bad as a lot of people have it. Like a lot of, a lot of things. So a lot of people were really thrilled about this labeling law, but uh, yeah, it's had some major unintended qu- consequences and removed a lot of people's <clears throat> safe foods. Like a lot of allergy people like to eat at Chick Fil A because they tend to have very good allergy handling procedures, but um, the 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 bun supplier like and and Chick Fil A doesn't control that. They buy the buns from the supplier, and the supplier saying this right. is how we can comply with the new law. Is we're adding sesame flour to all our buns. Big government suck, Alice. Big government sucks, right? <laughs> like it's very frustrating, and it's a big problem. And we've already screwed up a bunch of times and had a problem because something that he's always eaten and has been fine has turned out to have like sesame added to it. Alice, can I move us along here to a you friend can. of mine? You know mm-hmm. that I've always been an adherent to the wisdom of one Angela Davis. Most all of the Black Panthers and the Black Liberation Movement, of course, but most huge fan Angela Davis. Well, uh, as you pointed out today, she joined uh, Henry Louis Gates, Skip Gates, mm-hmm. 
of uh, Cambridge Police Acted Stupidly fame <laughs> exactly. to talk about her genealogy. And Skip found some very interesting things out about Angela Davis, radical black uh, revolutionary. Any idea what you're looking at? That is a list of the passengers on the Mayflower. <laughs> no. I can't believe this. What's wrong? It's stupid freaking player. It's one of these things where it stops every four seconds unless you do the thing. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's stopping every four seconds. Now I got to open a page and try again. Okay. Listen. Uh, 2013 Mac. This is why we need to do Mac. And um, Google Chrome. I'm going to play a video that I'd like to be played not in a way that as if it's perforated. I want to play straight through. There you go. Okay. You showed the Mac. Hold on one second. I got it. Do you see how I'm not yelling at my PC because it's doing just fine over here? What's wrong over there? Um, but I got an encrypted message from a friend. An encrypted message from a friend? Okay, here we go. Any idea what you're looking at? That is a list of the passengers on the Mayflower. <laughs> no, I can't believe this. <laughs> no. <laughs> My ancestors did not come here on the Mayflower. You, your ancestors <laughs> no. came on the Mayflower. No, no, no. You no. are descended <laughs> no, no, no. from one of the 101 people who sailed on the Mayflower. Ooh, that's Oof. Great. Oof, she says. She has an uneasy look. <laughs> she's not pleased. Uh-oh. That means she's a baddie, I think. Yeah, colonizer. That's a little bit too much <laughs> to deal with. I right. believe she has several apologies to distribute. Some reparations to me? To, to my friend, the Patuxets, <laughs> as well. At Plymouth, King Philip has... Plymouth been... Plantation and Patuxet um, Plantation. Mm -hmm. Now, did you ever in your wildest dreams think that you may have descended from people who laid... Never. The foundation never. for this country? Never. <laughs> never. Never. <laughs> wow. Talk about stolen land. Yeah, no kidding. It gets even better. Matt Walsh posted this today. Davis, who grew up in Birmingham, also traces back through her mother's side to a Revolutionary War soldier, Stephen Darden, who played the fife and drums for the 4th Virginia Regiment in the 1770s. Is that in this, is that in this or no? No. Uh, but then moved to Georgia. This is in, he's posting an, something from some article summarizing the show. And then moved to Georgia and became a slave owner, Gates said. I always imagined my ancestors as the people who were enslaved, Davis said. It makes me even more committed to struggling for a better world. Davis noted the irony of her ancestors' role in the Revolutionary War and his role in slavery. See? Oh my goodness. Wow, that's some 1619 Project <laughs> fodder right there. Angela Davis is one of the bad guys. I mean, we joke, you know, like now she owes herself reparations mm -hmm. or whatever. But realistically, that's like the story of a lot of people in America. Uh, yes. I'm. So I believe... I believe she's a lot more directly descended from colonizers than I am, actually. Does she have white privilege? I think so. I mean, if you're uh, a pilgrim, if you're a Mayflower My wasp, dad arrived here in the 80s and isn't descended from anybody who owned yeah. anybody else. <laughs> no. No. No, but that is, if you're a Mayflower wasp, that is pretty deep down. That is Cabot and Lodge's mm -hmm. real deep, uh, rich mahogany wall yeah. bookcases. 
level. Ooh, that's tough. That's tough, Alice. Even my people never got on the uh, first ship. Yeah, you're like the 1650s. That's yeah. That's tricky. That's when they let the trash in. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know that your people were slaveholders either. No. They definitely killed Indians. That's a thing. But and vice versa. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, I don't think your people ever had slaves. That was not big in your regions of the country. So she's like more privileged than you even. Possibly. Yeah. She benefited more from slavery than you did. Is that possible? Of course she has. <laughs> yes. She owes you reparations, in yes. fact. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Alice, if you look at it, we were buying, we lived in Melrose. Mm-hmm. We looked for a house in Melrose to buy. Yep. We couldn't find one in Melrose that we could afford to buy. Mm-hmm. We couldn't afford one in Wakefield. We couldn't afford one in Reading. We couldn't afford one in Andover or North Andover. We couldn't afford one in Topsfield. We couldn't afford one in Danvers or Peabody. We couldn't afford one in Georgetown or Byfield or Groveland. We had to go all the way to the greater Newburyport area because of redlining. <laughs> Correct. It was economic redlining because I don't mm-hmm. come from uh, privilege. Like Angela Davis does. But yeah, like Angela Davis. Or Henry Louis Gates certainly lives in places you and I can't afford. Har- Brownstone at Harvard. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? As a matter of fact, we've had the police descend upon our house more than he has on his house. Yeah, we're, we've been subject to a lot of police brutality, I think. Damn straight. Absolutely. A cab is what I say now. <laughs> So that is obviously beautiful. The best thing is, remember, um, uh, what's his name? Affleck. <clears throat> he was on it. They found that he had slave owners or whatever, and he made them erase the episode. <laughs> yeah. What a puss ball. Ugh. But it, doesn't it just speak to the fact that, like, this is, that people's ancestry is really complicated, and people have both benefited mm-hmm. and suffered from things that happened in the way past a very long time ago in all sorts of complicated ways that can't easily be summed up on a piece of paper like you have to pay back money to somebody Uh, i mean as far as i'm concerned governments owe more reparations for what they've done to the school systems in urban areas than um than like what happened in the 1800s oh yes they do but you know how they'll suggest that they're going to distribute those reparations more money to the schools yeah, no. Yeah, Whereas the, it needs to be right. money to the the myriad black and brown families that they've screwed over by having enormously expensive, absurd right. schools that like don't teach kids to read. I think I read um, one statistic that was like in Chicago this year. There's like not one student at any high school in the city that can do math proficiently at grade level. Like that's they, equity. They can't. Yeah, they've got all the kids equal now. Good job. <laughs> equal outcomes for the win. They've got it down. I mean, but that's like really what this is about, which is, it's so interesting. I read this good article today about the Roald Dahl thing, this like good opinion piece that someone wrote. Um, WSJ. I think I sent it. No. Well, maybe you sent a thing from WSJ. Are are we on the rocks, Alice? You sound like a scorned ex-wife. No, I'm not a Have scorned Have you secretly ex-wife. done all of the lawyering and finished it? No, I'm not a scorned ex-wife. I'm just trying to tell you something. Um, so anyway, so this guy, this is in uh, the American Conservative, TAC, as I call it, um, by Micah. Ta- Ma- TAC? 
TAC, the oh, really? American Conservative. They, they do abbreviate it TAC. I don't know oh. if they pronounce it TAC or what, but I see them abbreviate it that way. Uh, this is by Micah Meadowcroft. I'm going to tack some of that Taco Bell later. This is by Micah Meadowcroft That's in it? the American Conservative, which is so good. And Come on, Tommy. Um, basically, he writes this about the uh, the Roald Dahl edits. Mm-hmm. Um that that they're trying to like flatten people that that the problem with Roald Dahl is that he's he's you know describing people accurately fat people skinny people ugly people short people tall people like Augustus Gloop in the new Charlie and the Chocolate Factory isn't fat because that's you know weird but they are flattening down everything and they are they want to cut people off from any differentiation between people right definitely right and i mean this writer micah metacroft who i'd never heard of before but he's so fantastic in our over mediated anti-culture where we are cut off from half of the whole of things by technology and simulacra living in our heads overwhelmed by ideology and propaganda Uh, and advertisement uh, yes um mrs S, what is simulacra? Simulacra are like fake things, oh. copies of things. Oh. None of you do like, that, by the way. It's not just me. It's not like just replica me. is a simulacrum. Simulacra yeah. is the plural. Duh. Okay. Uh, overwhelmed by ideology and propaganda and advertisement, it has perhaps never been more important for children to see things as Roald Dahl presented them. Sometimes life is strange and scary, full of witches and hags, the crazy and the grotesque. So sometimes, house sometimes life is very ordinary, made up not of people or folks. See those words like folks? Mm-hmm. Made up not of people or folks, but of men and women, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen who are short or tall, fat and thin, attractive and ugly. And in their faces, when we look them in the eye and get to know them, we can even see their character. Ooh. And he also writes this, which I thought was so, so brilliant. Every society uses art to enforce the norms and mores it seeks to cultivate. And children's literature is an auxiliary in socialization to whatever fundamental canon calls forth a people or composes a civilization. But ours is an anti-culture, dedicated in its commitment to equality, to the dismantling of its own canon and the elimination of anything distinctive. Thus unmoored, the preachers of our new morality cannot offer a superior alternative to Roald Dahl. All destroyers can build is rubbish so it should come as no surprise as outrageous as it is that they would seek to turn doll to their own ends his work has a fire they have long extinguished and broken from tradition with no core account of humanity to uphold or received virtues to inculcate their efforts cannot be natural acculturation instead of cultivating conditions for organic growth um they seek to engineer a human type, to over-socialize. By removing offending words or phrases or concepts, by flattening description, they hope to make such thoughts unthinkable. I think it's Fantastic. so. I think it's such a brilliant piece. And it, it so perfectly ties in the fact that they just want to get rid of all of this like colorful description. And I was talking to a relative earlier who was talking about the J.K. Rowling stuff. Um not just the like trans stuff or which she's always attacked, but also like people have had problems with the way she describes some of the characters. Harry's cousin Dudley is really fat and mean and has piggy eyes and, you know, the, and they, they 
sometimes she's described a woman as having like mannish hands and stuff. Like she, so people have problems with some of her descriptions too. It's like not being PC. But I think anytime people describe something, authors in particular, in a very vivid and colorful way like that, and in a way that's true to life, it almost always is going to be offensive to somebody. And so if you're going to strip. <clears throat> all of literature, of all that, like, noticing and color and life, you necessarily end up with something worse. Like, something flatter and boring and not based on observable reality. That's why I was so brilliant that he said, like, oh, the world isn't inhabited by people or folks. Like, it's not. Right. It's not. Right. It's inhabited by a bunch of individuals who have all these distinct traits and, and, and you do, you see them, you know, and, and people who write really, really well are very adept at seeing things like that in people around them and putting them down on a piece of paper. And that's like what they're seeking to squash out. It's like more venomous and terrible even than like, oh, this might offend someone. You know, who's offended by Augustus Gloop being fat and wanting to eat all the stuff at the chocolate factory? Well, I don't know. I was told that, uh, you know, 25 pounds is, <laughs> makes me still extremely obese. So, you know, as a matter of fact, I am. And I mm -hmm. want you suspended for one week. <laughs> I'm suspended for one week. I'm not apologizing, though. So not this is, apologizing. So this is, let me tell you about or not on that thing. What's his uh -huh. name? Somebody said to to uh gasper chris mm -hmm. gasper on the maz thing um he said problem is chris black males percentage wise do commit crimes at a significantly higher rate than white males maybe you should be talking to black communities and their leaders and finding out the causes and what can be done instead of calling out an offhand comment by maz uh-oh to which Gasper says, hmm, 2021 FBI hate crime database says that 56.1% of known hate crime offenders are white, more than double any other group. Using your logic, is it okay to- What percent of the population is white again, Gasper? Oh, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but he said, using your logic, is it, and by the way, he also puts white in capital, which it does- Oh, yeah, you're not allowed to do yeah, that. Yeah, it doesn't call for that. More than any other group. Whites are lower. He said, using your logic, is it okay to presume that every white stranger one sees is more inclined to racism? So my feeling is, you can joke about it, and I won't give a flying F. Joke all day and night about it. Uh, I'm pretty sure, by the way, your Twitter mentions are full of jokes about where you keep your KKK hood. Right. Do <laughs> That's absolutely fine. That's absolutely fine. And before we get to, um, oh, but uh, you know, a black youth men are are a special have done a special dangerous, uh, dangerous um, memes about them being criminals, etc. Cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, sure, but black youth men and white youth men do a lot of the crime. So it's fine. And so, so. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's this, like this thing, if you're going to look at the people committing crimes and say you can't talk about these guys doing crimes because they're products of the system. Well, I'm sorry. Those white guys with mm-hmm. weird skinheads who are um, mostly detached from any kind of uh, any kind of uh, polite status. You okay? What's wrong? Are you okay? Do you want me to get him? Keep going. Oh, is it? Is it? Everybody's got a story. And so if you're in a life of crime, first of all, this for, for him to use a hate crime stuff means that he doesn't know what he's talking about because it, it, a lot goes into that. Does that mean somebody said something that somebody said, assumes is is um, mean? Does that mean somebody yelled something at a college? Does that mean somebody made up that somebody yelled at a college? Does that mean that somebody actually went and beat somebody up because of color, race, or whatever? But anyway, regardless, the people who are out there committing assaults and batteries, the people who are out there who are recidivists, when it comes to crime, generally come from very unprivileged backgrounds and uh, generally come from um, un- underserved communities. Okay, and that includes the white ones too, you know? So it, just this idea that you have to protect one... Some people can't be joked about if you see them because there, there could be a whole backstory of... F that, it's so decadent. My God, it's so... Oh, man, just shut up. I'm so sick of these pussies. I'm sorry I am. I'm so sick of it. He's working at the Globe, and he decided, oh, wait, you can't say this. I can't say that Tony Maz really something dangerous. Felger's car had been stolen a month ago. Maz made a joke about the car being stolen. Uh-oh, look at those guys behind you. They look like the guys who stole your car. It's because two guys are lurking around behind him. So who cares? Maybe it was black guys who stole his car. Maybe it was white guys. Maybe it was Latino guys. Maybe it was... Russians, I don't know. People steal cars. But this is just absolute being offended for no reason whatsoever. And people, I'm just so sick of this idea that, and you know what, here's another thing that doesn't equal guilt, but in 2023, so many people are pussies that they say it. People are saying, you know why Maz is guilty, Alice? Why? You know why Tony Maz is guilty? Why? Because he never would have said that about white guys. How the fuck do you know what he would have said and what wouldn't he said about white guys? Well, so a- he's guilty of acting in a way towards white guys that was not the same as black guys when the event never happened with white guys? Right. But he's guilty. Well, he never would have acted the same with lesbians. I don't know. Nobody knows because there well, weren't it's any. Like, do you remember when the um, the sovereign citizen people were on the highway in Massachusetts yes. over whatever holiday that was with all the guns? And they were like 
calmly arrested and Twitter was full of a ton of people saying like, I guess we know they're white because they never, a bunch of black guys with guns on the highway never were. And of course they were a bunch of black guys, but they're just so tied up in narrative that they've decided that like hypothetical things that never happened happened that way. But do people really think that what he meant by that joke was like, yeah, black people commit a lot of crimes. Ha ha. Like, is that like, they really think that's what he was saying. And it's also, not like, yeah. and also it's, a, it's it, them saying, somebody saying, uh, and even Minahan said this, he said, well, it's, it's, it's like an old, uh, it's an old stereotype. It's like, is it? I know a lot of stereotypes and I think I have a pretty good log of the ones that are racist. Is that young black men are stealing cars. Is that one of the stereotypes? And, and they do it by lurking in in Marriott business, business offices. Centers, yeah. It's like that's there was no stereotype happening whatsoever. And if you're saying the stereotype is because young black men commit crime, young black men do commit crime. It happens. And usually the victims of that are other all, black people. Other black people. Yes. It happens. Okay? And I understand more whites commit crime too. I get it as well. I know, I know. It's not, it's not but so we we have to pretend because Freaking progressives feel uncomfortable saying truth that it's not happening. Sorry, yeah. young black men commit crime. It's true. And the victims are usually other black people. Uh, also happens is cops aren't killing young black men in the street for no reason during murder in any great number. Especially not at higher numbers than young <laughs> white men. Right. There are more incursions, of course, because there's more crime happening. Because more black people are calling 911 to get the cops there because they're being... Beat right. up and feasted but upon. Per police encounter, the black people's violence right. is not outpaced. And it's, that's white not a judgment. Yeah. It's terrible that it, that's happening. Yeah. And we've broken the cities and we've broken families. And it's happening mm-hmm. more in in poor, disadvantaged white families as well. There's more single mothers out there. Yeah. Well, we- it's funny. I was thinking about the Angela Davis thing and like thinking about going back to the legacy of slavery and all this stuff. And like, I do think slavery set black people back in this country but i think that we are living with much more right now the reality that lbj's great society and modern democratic policies in urban centers set black people back way more than anything slavery could have done i think the numbers bear that out like i mean rates of you know kids being raised in two-parent homes went down among in black families not after slavery if they were higher during the reconstruction than they right. are today it's modern policies that are hurting black people i mean and if you want to call it systemic racism or whatever you want to call it but like the people who owe reparations are like democrat mayors and city councils in like baltimore and dc and chicago they're not it's not like you know people it's not people to descendants of slaves it's people to, it's it's what's happening now that's who's owed reparations people are owed more reparations for their school system sucking in the inner cities mm-hmm. than they are for for slavery like that's what people deserve reparations for for the fact that boston spends like 20k per student per year and like can't teach kids to read it's pathetic oh uh, that's who yeah. that's what the reparations should be owed to no, it's totally right. And like Thomas Sowell always talks about it, and I'm, I'm not going to try to do it like he does, but you know, this is a guy who's in his 90s now, I think, and you know, mm-hmm. grew up in the 40s and 50s, and grew up with a, an education system where school was great for him. He went to grew up in Harlem. School, his education for him was great. 
where he contends that even during Jim Crow, even pre-civil rights era, mm-hmm. era, that many things, even with the the you know withholding of full rights for uh, for Black Americans, mm-hmm. many things were a lot better, including the family and family yeah. income. That's true. That's yes. true. Things got worse for black Americans after the government came in and tried to it. help them, just yes. like they came in and tried to fix the sesame allergy labeling and made our lives worse. Like everything they touch, it just gets absolutely ruined. I mean, they've done a lot to try and help Native Americans, too. And look at how those communities are faring like yes. on reservations and stuff. Like, well, right. The and, best and, thing the government could do for everyone is stop trying to help them because everything they and, do and, is like toxic and poison. Yeah, I, I agree. And in like, if you want to look at the, you know, the displacement of blacks and redlining and, you know, all that stuff through history absolutely happened. It didn't just happen to, to black people. No doubt. To try to go from chains to the American dream is a tough road to hoe. No doubt about that. Mm -hmm. But everybody had challenges. Yeah. Everybody had challenges. The the thing is, when the government seeks you out for special protection, this government, Mm -hmm. then usually it's uh, it's not- You get absolutely screwed. Exactly. So, like, what the government should have been doing, and, and this might be considered, whatever, it doesn't matter, is for- Indians, and many of them did, most of them did assimilate, but assimilation was the way. As with every foreigner who came here, not well, Indians, I understand they weren't foreigners, they mm-hmm. were here, but but what I'm saying is like with every, when people came for, into Ellis Island, when people came, when, uh, when uh, immigrants came, assimilation was the way to do. You bring your work ethic from home and you do it the American way. Mm-hmm. And you know you can the sky's the limit here, and you're going to deal with a holes. You're going to deal with people who don't want Asians doing well, who don't want to deal with Italians doing well, with Jews doing well, with the Irish doing well. You know, you there's everybody was sticking it to everybody, and yeah. in a way now the pe- the people who stick it to everybody is now the government. But, yeah. <clears throat> but like this, it's a complicated. Angela sort- Davis's ancestors were out there screwing people left and yeah. right. <laughs> you got to pick yourself up and keep going. Um, can we talk briefly about the Georgia jury foreman girl? Sure. Um, who's a complete psycho. So this is in the, uh, the, I guess the grand jury that recommended whether or not to do charges to the judge in the, um, with this like Trump election stuff that he like tried to intimidate the people to find 11,000 votes or whatever stupid thing. Um, but basically, uh, the jury foreman is this absolutely completely insane chick. She must have some kind of like twitch or Tourette's or like weird. Her demeanor well, is extremely Alice, strange. You know I love you, right? You're into her psycho thing? Yes. She looks better on the CNN she interview looks- than the MSNBC interview because on the CNN interview they put a ton of makeup on her. The MSNBC look is... She looks like Mary Todd scare. Lincoln, and she's a lot like her, I think. <laughs> Emily, thank you for coming on. I do want to say off the top, as you and I just discussed, but for everyone to know, you are somewhat limited in what you can discuss under judges under the judge's orders as of now. But one, we do know, of course, one of the biggest questions remaining for everyone that wasn't in that jury room with you is how many people are in trouble here? What can you tell us about how many people you recommended as a group to face indictments? I, well, thank you for having me, first of all, and I'm, I'm hesitant to speak to something that the judge made a decision not to share. He 
uh, I don't know if everyone's aware of this, but there was a hearing um, about what parts of the report should and should not be published in its various forms, and the list, well, the sections that were removed were consciously chosen to be removed, and I don't want to say I have better judgment than the judge. That's totally understandable. Is it, would you say, when it comes to their... The look she's giving uh, Kate Baldwin, <laughs> it's, it's like weird, cute, psychotic look. I'm into it, Alice, but she's nuts. <laughs> are indi- there are indictments recommended, of course. Is it yes. more than 12 people? Is it more than 20 people? I think if you look at the page numbers of the report, there's about six pages in the middle that got cut out. Allow for spacing. It's not a short list. Not a short list. <laughs> More. I mean, when it comes to seventy-five witnesses, like, is it? It's not. I assume, of course, it's right. not seventy-five people. Would you characterize it as twenty-ish people? I can't say I counted. <laughs> okay. I don't know. More how than many a dozen, though. I think I heard to, you saying another I, interview. I don't know some number. I believe so. That's probably a good assumption. Psycho. Do you don't hear a lot of jury four persons uh, doing TV? maybe there's a reason a lot of people are saying this is like legally really inadvisable because like she comes off so insane and the other one where she said she personally wanted to subpoena trump personally want to hear from the former i wanted to hear from the former president but honestly i kind of wanted to subpoena the former president because i got to swear everybody in Mm. and so i thought it'd be really cool to get 60 seconds with president trump of me looking at him and being like, do you solemnly swear? And me getting to swear him in? I just, I kind of just thought that would be an awesome moment. Personally. Do not find yourself in a jury trial (laughs) where there's a lot of whack jobs around. But don't you think that that's like, um, that they do this on purpose? That they find psychos on purpose? And that part of the problem here too is they tried to find people who didn't have like a preconceived notion about whether Trump was trying to steal the Georgia election or not. Like, because they can't find people. So, I don't know. I read a few things like Cernovich was saying this and I kind of agree with this. Like, liberals just, and psychopaths and everybody else just shuts up and gets on the jury. Right, Conservatives yeah. say what they really think, and then they get eliminated <laughs> from the juries, <laughs> and then we have juries full of psychos indicting Trump and whoever else, right? Like, conservatives should just keep quiet and get on the juries and, totally. and try, because otherwise you leave it up to people like this, because what rock did they find this lunatic under? Right. She's the jury four person. I think, I mean, do, do the jury people all select the four person themselves, or like, does the judge, like, who decides who's the four person? Foreman for I don't know what you're supposed to call a girl for woman. I think you 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 run for it. I think I'm not so. Sure. But do the people on the jury decide? I don't know. Whatever. I don't know how it works. But Is like juries J U R Y S or J U R I E S? Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like complete lunatic. And she could be actually doing Trump a favor because she could yeah. put this whole trial at risk. I think the whole trial is at risk anyway. I don't think Trump's going to deal with anything. Yeah. Anywhere. I don't think so either. Else, what's um, happening now? Anything in particular? I think uh, we should probably jump over to the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline and see if we've been left any chat chat messages because uh, the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline is brought to you by Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce, which is an awesome hot sauce. Um, 
and it uses really clean ingredients. They use sea salt to uh, reduce the amount of sodium. No sesame. You can have it on Awaken 180. It is delicious. No and sesame. And hot. You don't have to sacrifice the heat for the flavor. No and sesame. I don't think it has sesame. Did you check? No. Um, well, you shouldn't say it if you didn't check. Um, Jesus, cold. Anyway, cold they also donate 5% of the proceeds to the Fallen Firefighters Foundation. So go to Market Basket, go to Big Y, go to ChelseaFireHotSauce.com and buy some of that because it's really good. Hi, Steve from Aramex. Hi, Steve. Two things yes. regarding the Tony Maz and the Sports Hub situation. Mm-hmm. One, Tony, I believe in my heart of hearts, would have said the same thing whether there were two black guys, two white guys, a white guy and a Chinese guy, uh, two Irish thugs like myself, <laughs> etc. I mm-hmm. believe that is true. Uh, also, Tony, never apologize. Haven't yeah. you learned anything from Kirk and Jerry? Correct. Did you think you were immune? The no, he's one of the good guys. Is he's one of the good ones. Right. So. He made that known that he's on the right side of this. Mm-hmm. Did you think you were immune? The apology is. You know, in the minds of the Sports Hub management and Tony, I'm sure they thought the apology was the end. But what they don't know is that the apology is the beginning of the end Mm -hmm. of your career. (laughs) These people will do stop it, nothing to destroy you because they have got nothing better going on in their lives. Correct. And two, do you think maybe the management at the Sports Hub is rethinking the idiotic simulcast of this show? That no one is watching on television. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so stupid. None of this would have happened if it was strictly a radio show. It would have been just some so innocuous true. comment. Uh, tell me I'm wrong. I mean, Tom, you've won a couple of Marconis. Can you please uh, uh, tell me I'm wrong? Thank you. You're absolutely right. No, we talked about that. I've just, as a matter of fact, uh, a Mr. Menners just reached out to me and asking what I thought about that. And yeah, you're going to have guys like Colin who will grab video like that because mm-hmm. it's good content and oh, you're off to the races of course so it's so but just be prepared don't apologize for anything for anything i haven't apologized for anything but then again, i don't make enough money to like it's, nobody's it's, going after you they know they haven't noticed right. yes <laughs> no people know what i'm doing you know i am I, yeah, <laughs> you're so, flying under the radar i'm full-time uh stolen car jokes and uh, <laughs> get nothing you try really hard to draw fire but yes anything, nothing anything, anything? <laughs> i've attacked trans i've attacked i mean anything no i don't get the same that's the same thing but yeah, that's right. That's a great point, Steve. You just never apologize for anything. These people aren't going to stop. And also, he didn't do anything wrong. And Steve is right. Mm-hmm. He didn't do any. You don't. If somebody says, "Oh, we know he wouldn't have," in the parallel universe we've created as our never more piece of evidence, we know he wouldn't have. F them. That's not good enough. No, 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 no. Thank you. I don't know what else to say. But thanks, thanks for the uh, the hot sauce. I, I appreciate. It. I'm getting all choked up. I feel like I'm reading an acceptance speech at the Oscars. Um, just thanks, uh, Tom and Alice. Thanks, I appreciate Pleasure. it. Um, my mom mm-hmm. asked me who gave you this hot sauce. I go, well, uh, uh, Tom and Alice, and she's like, who are they? And I go, <laughs> uh, I listen to their podcast. I guess we're pals. I don't know. But uh, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom's saying I should send something back. You don't All right. Send anything yeah. We've done, you, we've gotten yeah. Enough you send nice us messages things. every day. So there Correct. you go. Yes. Thank you. And enjoy the hot sauce. It's great hot sauce. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I, you know what else? 
I thoroughly enjoyed my time at the post office. <laughs> I did. I feel like it. I think that's a sign you're old now. Yeah, I think you're right about that. <laughs> you get to go to the post I office. I used my pen. I, I filled out my form <laughs> meticulously. I made sure I used you know four sections of tape, one eighteen inches long. One. It's, it was absolutely. It was a wonderful synergy. You know, you got to look the person in the eye and say, "How you doing? Good morning." <laughs> you know, gotta shake a man's hand. Look him in the eye. Uh-huh. It's no secret. I'm Team Alice. Oh come on, Tom. I do have to point this out. You know, you've spoken about how Alice does pronounce words a little different. Correct. Sometimes it's Fanta true. versus Fanta, which <laughs> I find endearing. Thanks, Tim. But I just wanted to let you know, Tom. It is Tony. Maserati, not Tony Maserati. He's not a car. It's not named <laughs> after the car. Crap. I'm pretty damn sure he's not part of the family that invented that car. Uh, Just felt the need to point that out, you know, because I have a funny accent too. <laughs> I would never say that. Alice thinks that. I, Tony, yeah, I, maybe I'm spelling it like the car too. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just missed him. I just missed him when I got over to the uh, the Herald. I will say this Tony Maz thing uh, has reminded me of back when I almost got canceled uh, over 20 years ago. It was actually, the year was 1999 or 2000. I was in high school. I was a reporter for the high school newspaper, huh? obviously a very important position. Mm -hmm. And I was tasked to cover the MLK Day breakfast. Oh, no. <laughs> and uh, I went and attended the breakfast was this when it was at the – I remember one time it was at the Marriott when I worked there in the 90s. Mm -hmm. But then it usually went to the Heinz Convention Center, and then now it's at the Seaport. I'm pretty sure. Where was this, Danny? Let us know. thought I recorded a very fair and balanced account of it, interviewed a number of people, including the guest speaker, Ralph Martin, who you may know, uh, and uh, took a few photos, including a couple – I know Roland Martin. Is it Roland from CNN? Members of the Young Republicans Club with Ralph Martin. Uh, who both happen to be white. And when the article got published, the editor decided to leave the headline that I put in as sort of a joke uh, and also use the photo of the two white young Republicans with Ralph Martin. So no one actually read the story, but uh, once a few members of the African-American community in the student body saw the photo with the headline, which was titled, I Have a Dream, comma and a plate of pancakes they were not happy <laughs> so needless to say i had to write an apology back uh oh, wow. almost 20 years ago at a publication that is great Although so i mean i've been there tony it's hard i gave into the mob luckily it was long enough ago that i've survived but this... uh if that happened these days wow. is this in bill Ricca? i would not be able to call the burn barrel podcast or do anything else for yeah, that matter no you'd be now living in a cave a hermit cakes I have a dream in pancakes. <laughs> oh my God, it's like that 9-11 menu that came out last year. Remember that? I need to know more about this. I need the high school. I need the moniker. Is this, are you from Bill Rickett, Danny, originally? Or are you from Woburn? Or is this, I don't know. If he's a Woburn Tanner, then hmm, there's a lot more happening here than we thought. Hey, Tom and Alice. I don't think I've weighed in on the uh, Clavin interview talk thing. Yes. Thank you. We need um, everyone's opinion. Uh, I enjoyed it mostly because I took uh, – uh, large amounts of edibles, and I had a six-pack of Budweiser nice. all in my system while listening to it and thought you guys were uh, talking to uh, Tony Danza. Yeah, that's what I made up in my head. And most of the time I'm like, why are you guys talking to Tony Danza about this stuff? 
And I somehow enjoyed that. All in my head. Well, anyway, keep up the good work. What was the name, <laughs> Alyssa Milano's name on um, Who's the Boss? Um, uh, uh, come on. I, I Now I need to find it. Uh, okay. Who's, Wakefield Mole says former DA Ralph Martin. So okay. I guess that's Who's the boss? We didn't know Asked. who that is. Oh, Samantha. That's what Tony uh, Danza used to say. Samantha. Oh. That was Alyssa Milano. Um, Samantha. And that's important because Tony Danza sounds not a lot like <laughs> Not that uh, he's Italian, which I like, by the way. Mm. I have no problem with it. Mm. Is Spencer Clavin Italian? I would assume no. I don't to make assumptions about people. I don't notice uh, <laughs> ethnic uh, origins. Mm. All right, let's see. What we get here. Should I open up the calculator or the? <laughs> what, are, what are you doing? <laughs> I know what it's like having four kids. I know what it's like having one that's a hellion. Yeah. Also know that you got to have that one ally, which it sounds like you guys have in your oldest. But nothing brings me greater joy than to hear during the pod and please don't don't edit these out i love them but hearing the call the distress call <laughs> sally sally please can you come and get your brother he's eating my face again just because i want to talk to your mother while we're trying to make a living pure enjoyment <sighs> anyway keep up the good work tim i'm glad that you enjoy Thanks, these uh, moments of complete stress and pain that we're uh, going through Thankfully, I keep my composure together and would never yell at the kids. Alice, unfortunately, does have an anger management problem. We're working <laughs> on it, as a matter of fact. Oh, we should try to get some sponsors for all our, my new mental illnesses. <laughs> do, do they sponsor? Do people like their sponsorships being with mental illness content? I would, I would say they probably don't. Anyway, thanks to you guys for listening. As always, that is much appreciated. Whether or not we have sponsors, uh, we still love you, and we'll be back tomorrow for our last show of the week. Does my AA sponsor count as a sponsor? <laughs> well, they don't pay us, so that's, a, that's an issue. Well, Which is just... consistent with all of the sponsors. <laughs> so anyway. Can you um, possibly give me some hot sauce? You can join the Patreon if you want to help. Patreon.com slash Burn Barrel or watch Say and listen to the show for free. BurnBarrelPodcast.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. 
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.